This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. I don't know what's going on anymore. You know, it's re- refreshing for me personally to see after two years of doing this that we still have our hiccups. We still have so many hiccups. If you're listening and not watching, the reason for this nonsense is because I went to click on the screen that usually makes the two of us appear when we're supposed to appear and there was just some nonsense on the screen fortunately it wasn't like alex jones so right, right. so that's, that's not my porn computer yeah that would have been bad especially since we are live hey everybody we are live on the weekend wrap-up of the break the bell podcast and again as bill mentioned that that was a nice like sly segue to to point out yes we we're at the two-year mark as of like right now i yeah. think it was like june 6th i think was I think our so. first yeah it's yeah. june 5th right now yeah. yeah i know it's the first wednesday of june that we released it right. so um happy two years to yeah, you happy two years this, yeah it's wow and like you said we still have plenty of screw-ups yeah well, we're I, still working out the kinks <laughs> out, working out the keeps bus. Us honest it keeps does us honest. <laughs> again once again we do not claim to be professionals someday nope. maybe we will be professionals do, is, is it at uh, the 10-year mark that you can actually call yourself a professional <laughs> i think it's the number of downloads once we ah, get to like okay. ten thousand downloads yeah. we are i think we're required to be professionals okay. at that point okay. so uh, by then, maybe we'll have our shit together. So Alrighty. if you want us to get our shit together quicker, <laughs> share this all over the social media. Share this all over Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, wherever you can find us. So wherever you hang out. And we can get to that level where maybe, just maybe, we will be professional podcasters. But until that, we're going to keep screwing up. <laughs> Welcome once again to the live edition of the weekend wrap-up of the Break the Bell podcast. You like that? I mean, that's a long... That's like... Yeah, that's like headlines today. <laughs> yeah, it really the is. Live edition of the weekend wrap up of the Break the <laughs> Bell podcast. We need some. Oh. Other, we need like a subtitle too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, starting off great. That's all right. That's the way we love to do it. Exactly. How's your weekend going, Bill? It's it's been going okay. Yesterday was a little weird with the the weather, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, but it was fine. You know, it it you know it's got your nice moments, your bad moments. You just got to find your window. So there was a small window. My kid had a baseball game yesterday, mm-hmm. and that two-hour window is nice and sunny and grayed right. out. Yeah, and then it was like after that, it was just like shit. Out. Yeah, and it's like well, yeah. I guess I'm staying inside the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly. So. And then today it's been mostly. It's been nice. Today. It rained for a few seconds. It did. Here. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what the hell? This it was time? one of those like I call it Seven Up rains because mm. the old '70s commercial. You know, someone open up a can of Seven Up on a hot summer day and it start raining. It was oh. like sunny but rained. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, there was like a couple dark clouds and it yeah. rained for like eight seconds. 
fortunately, I happened to be walking outside in that eight seconds and noticed my truck windows were down. I'm like, oh, I should probably roll those that. up. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, so... It is time to wrap up your week. This this is the episode where we just wrap up all the extra stuff and all the stupid news, the bullshit mm-hmm. news that we don't get to in the main episode because we dig pretty deep on one yeah. specific topic in the main episode. And then we found ourselves like dropping the ball on a bunch of extra news. Well, yeah. first we started out, we do the first half wrapping up a bunch of news. And then the right. second half, we dig into a main topic. And right. then that just got... well. We found ourselves not being able to dig as deep as we wanted, and the episodes would go way longer yeah, than we wanted. way longer. So we decided to split them up, and our episodes still go way longer <laughs> than we wanted. But we have two shows where we yeah. can, so we can dig super deep in the main episode, which is mostly every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, t- Central Standard Time, and then the weekend wrap-up, which is live whenever we get a chance to do it on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, this week... We will not be doing our main episode on Monday night because I have family obligations. My kid has a baseball game, and I was told I'm not allowed to miss it. So yes. I told him, I'm like, kid, you are lucky. I have <laughs> I don't reschedule podcasts for really anything. No, I, yeah. I mean, I've planned vacations between yeah. Monday to Monday, yeah. so we don't miss that window of podcasting. I'm like, you're lucky. I kind of like you. And I like <laughs> baseball, both right. of those things together. So. Um, Tuesday night is going to be our live stream this week, and I think one other week this month is going to be the same because of baseball once again. So, sure. so uh, we will still provide you the content that we promise, Absolutely. but um, it will be a day later than we usually do. So join us Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll make it worth the wait, Absolutely. obviously. We always make it worth it we for do. you guys. It's worth it for us anyway. It I is. mean, that's really yeah. what freaking matters. We're going to get into the show. We're, we got quite a few stories to cover tonight. Uh, before we do, obviously, we got to mention our sponsors. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. They make delicious coffee. I, I get that it's uh, almost summertime. It's warm. Is it officially summer? No, not till the 21st. I I, I feel like they should put summer on Memorial yeah. Day because, I mean, everybody will, kicks yeah. their summer off uh, it Memorial is. Day. And I, I told my, my kids, I was like, hey, you know, I'm not podcasting tomorrow night. We need to sit down and watch Jaws so we can officially kick off the summer. Yes. And they're like, uh, it doesn't officially start till the 21st, Dad. No, my like, daughter, who is currently on a Harry Potter kick, was like, well, can't we watch Harry Potter? And I'm like, no, no because he has nothing to do with summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's fair. I don't even think he likes summer. Anyway, <laughs> even though it's warm out, warm temperatures, you can still enjoy coffee. I mean, yes. I'm doing it right now. Absolutely. Um, hot, cold, iced, whatever you want. It is. It has so many different options. Yes. And you have many different flavors to choose from at Run Your Mouth Coffee. Well, that's why the Patriots threw tea in the bay, because they wanted coffee. Exactly. Right? Uh, that's how you Tea's know. for the British. We want coffee. That's how you know tea is not American. Exactly. It's, it's mostly communist and, and British, which is virtually right. communist. Communism. <laughs> <laughs> but we here in America drink coffee, and we support freedom, your your freedom of speech, your freedom to get uh, to to run your mouth as much as you want to, yes. uh, bullshit, to say your opinions openly and have open discussion about uncomfortable topics without getting booted from the platforms that we're yes. currently booted from, without <laughs> getting told to shut the fu- sit down and shut the fuck up. Um, Run Your Mouth Coffee supports that right, and they make American coffee, delicious American coffee, yes. no less. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them that we sent you once again by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. 
And that's that's America right there. It is America. Like coupons is America. Exactly. And that's a virtual coupon. Oh yeah. It's a coupon yeah. code. We gave you a coupon code. <laughs> Happy America. You're welcome. <laughs> RYMcoffee.com. <laughs> I'm ready to get into the show. Are let's, you ready to get into uh, the show? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do we it. We got like I said, several things to talk about, and it's kind of jumping all over the place because we got some more shit to cover. Not more. War. W A R shit. Whore shit. <laughs> War shit to cover. But we also got, I got some odd stories that popped up. Yes, we're keeping to talk me in about. the dark on. So, they yeah, there's be a few good. that, yeah, there's always a few that I'm like, you know what, Bill? I want your, I want your live reaction <laughs> while we're streaming. I don't want you to give it and then have to recreate right, that yeah. reaction later because it's not the That's same true. thing. That's true. Yeah. Always say, you know, say something clever and you're like, damn it, you should have saved that for the show. Yes. Hey, can you recreate that <laughs> yeah, right. and show and you try it again and it just not, like, no, does not, not land not, the no. same way? But this first one I have, I did send you, or I, you I mentioned least, it. I mentioned it to yep. you. Um, this is from New York Post, and apparently an AI expert is predicting that within fifty years we will all have virtual babies and not <laughs> real babies. <laughs> what was your thought on that? Tell me your thought on that. Uh, my, well, my first thought was like those stupid uh, Tamaguchi things that were big in the nineties. Tamagotchi, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Tamagotchi. <laughs> Tamakuchis? <laughs> yes, because that's where it's coming from. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but when you when you brought that up, you're like, that's, that's like Tamagotchis. It, it actually made me think, all the responsibility of parenthood goes out the window with virtual babies, yeah. because how many people, such as myself, tried to starve that thing to death <laughs> after you got so bored with it? It's like, can I yeah. just fucking kill this yeah. thing? Right. Or, or what? Or the Furbies? You remember when you yeah, tried oh, to God, piss yes. off? You pulled the tail and yeah. tried to make it in? Because you're yeah. supposed to try to keep the Furbies happy. Right. And if you like pull his tail enough or yeah. don't feed it enough, it gets angry and it drives you nuts. Yeah. I would intentionally try to piss that Furby off right. and see how... <laughs> and so that that's how I feel about this. It's like, there's some, at least... For the majority of parents, I mean, there there's some outliers out there, but yeah. there's some sense of responsibility that goes into parenthood right. to keep the damn thing alive. <laughs> right. Because it's a living all, thing. To keep it right? happy, second of all, yes. and to keep yourself yeah. like sane. So you you make the kid happy, you keep yourself right. sane, exactly. and you don't go to jail, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like with AI virtual babies, it's just like... It's going to be a fad thing. It's going to yeah. be like, you know, this is really cool. And it's just like, I wonder what will happen if I feed it a freaking cactus. <laughs> or, you know? It's like the things that the outliers I was talking about actually yeah. do to their babies. The people that are like us, that kind of a twisted sense of humor that right. are like, I wonder what would happen if we fed Drano to our baby. They're going <laughs> to feed their AI babies Drano. But, just but you know, in this day and age, there's going to be those people that take it super serious, right? Oh, there's yeah. going to be that couple, hey, we're having a gender reveal party for uh -huh. our virtual baby, and those uh -huh. are the people I'm going to shoot. Oh, my I'm gonna God. I'm going to go yes. straight up yes. Unabomber on that shit, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, on a serious note, I feel like parenthood kind of brings, like, a person into a responsible adult. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. It like, forces you to grow up at least a little bit. Yeah, because how many people are like, I am not ready to be a parent. Oh, Nobody's yeah. fucking ready no. to be a parent. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you had kids later than I did. Right. I had kids at like 23, yeah. I think. I, I can't even imagine that. 22, 23. Yeah. You had kids later, but even for yeah. the two of us, I'm sure we still had that moment like, oh, shit, I have no right. idea what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, 
And you, you go yeah. to your parents, you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do? And every parent is, answer is like, you're not going to know what to do. You right. you learn that as you go. And that forces you, like you said, to grow up a right. little. And then people learn to like have some sense of responsibility right. for other people other than just yeah. their own which is, selves. Which is the mark of adulthood, I feel. Yeah. Is right. when you're responsible for somebody other than yourself. Right, exactly. But, uh, um, I mean, that's going to get lost with every other oh, like sense of moral compass and every other sense of responsibility that's already gone out the window. So let me read just a little bit about this one so we can see what this is about. says, if you thought the... (laughs) (laughs) It went there. If you... I hadn't even read this, apparently. If you thought the Tamagotchi generation was a 90s phenomenon, think again. Wow. Wow, you called that one. I I gotta drink some coffee for this. In the not-so-distant future, those looking to expand their families may opt to do so with the help of artificial intelligence. The average American child costs parents more than $230,000 by the time they reach the age of 17. Holy shit, that's retirement money there. That is. You wonder where all our retirement money's going? It's going to these goddamn kids. Is that per kid? (laughs) Yes. So that's like... Yeah. Five hundred thousand dollars I could be saving for retirement. Right, I could be. I could have a freaking boat right now. Right, you could have that cabin in the woods. No shit. Says a digital kid, on the other hand, could have all its needs met for less than twenty five dollars a month. Wow, there. Wait, <laughs> wait, you still gotta pay for that shit? There's a monthly <laughs> subscription fee. <laughs> what is this like a a cloud like subscription? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just about five point one. Uh, $5,100 by the time they reach high school graduation. That's too much. These kids too are graduating? Much. Yeah, they have to graduate too. <laughs> Why do I got to pay $5,000 for a virtual kid? You have to get in a fight with their virtual teachers? Yes. <laughs> Amid poverty, disease epidemics, climate change, and overcrowding, experts worry that the estimated 11 billion people that will populate the earth by 2100 won't get the food, health care, and other essential resources they need for survival. And that's a real concern for would-be parents, according to 2020's YouGov poll that found nearly 10% of adults have already chosen to remain childless for those reasons. <laughs> do it. Yeah, fucking no shit. do it. I don't I fucking don't care. care if they remain childish. 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 Childless. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is your choice. Fine. It is. A lot of people decide not to have kids for whatever reason. And so, that's whatever. says, while another 10% cited financial impact of having kids. Based on the studies into why couples choose to remain childless, I think it would be reasonable to expect as many as 20% of people choosing to have an AR or augmented reality baby over no. a real one, No, said Katriana Campbell, a former tech advisor for the British government and a British interactive media there you association. Go. Right there. The freaking British and their tea. Yep. That lady... Lady, I'm guessing. Catriona sounds like a lady. Uh, drank too much of the British tea. Yes. And it fucked up her brain. Yes. This is Jane, a game-changing outlook. No. This is a game-changing okay. outlook. Could help us solve some of today's most pressing issues. Sounds like what we've talked about so much about... <laughs> Uh, population control. Yeah. Straight up population yeah. control. This is exactly where the direction this is going. We joke about the Tamagotchis and shit, yep. but this is just trying to embed population control more yep. into our brains than it already is. Yeah. It says, virtual children, some experts believe, could supplant real ones, becoming commonplace by the early 2070s. Get a fucking video game. Yeah, no shit. Like, like what is a virtual kid going to like fulfill, yeah. satisfy that... Right. 
parental need. Do you think a virtual yeah. kid will have that no, same no. that same value? Get a dog. Get right. a fern. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's something that actually needs you to survive and not you're going to ignore it. You're going to feed it cactuses like like you're talking about. And it's going to become a virtual serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to go on meta and start wiping people out because you didn't take care of it. <laughs> the sad thing is we're all going to be on meta here soon. And yes. how much is our real life going to be tied, like on uh, The Matrix, is our real life going to be tied to our virtual life? So if you die in meta, do you die in real life? Oh, and if boy. you do, if you if they, why are you so you do die in real life when you do on meta, then yes, your virtual babies can fucking come kill you <laughs> in real time, like real right? life kill you. So, do you remember me? Yeah, you remember remember all those cactuses you fed and the Drano? Oh fuck, Junior! Look, man, I didn't even know. <laughs> By combining computer generated ima- imagery with machines that can learn as humans do, virtual children that look like real ones would be able to recognize and respond to Have their you parents. Seen those freaking robotic babies? They're fucking nightmares, man. Yes. They look scary as hell. Remember that AI baby from like the late 90s? Yes. I remember seeing that back then. I'm like, oh my God, that looks like a real baby. Yeah. And now you look at it, that dan- it was the dancing baby. Now yeah. you look at it, it's like, that thing's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Virtual children may seem like a giant leap from where we are now, but within 50 years, technology will have advanced to such an extent babies which exist in the metaverse are indistinct from those in the real world. Holy shit. There you go. I don't want anything to do with this. This is is scary as hell. (laughs) Campbell has dubbed this vision of the future family the Tamagotchi generation. In a reference to the keychain toy, <laughs> you could not have hit the nails more on the head, of the 90s, made up of a tiny digital pet that owners were required to feed, play were with, they and even medicate, <laughs> even medicate on a regular basis. But in an advanced virtual reality setting, lifelike kids, lifelike kids could grow and mature in real time without putting stress on the natural environment and resources. The first truly eco-friendly kids. <laughs> This is fucking garbage. Yes. This is garbage. I, I'm I, done. I'm, the fact that, done. that somebody thought came up and was like, hey, I got a great idea for the planet, mm-hmm. and mentioned this, and people take it seriously, blows my mind. I mean, what does that say by the, the scientists saying, hey, this is the first truly eco-friendly kid? That, <laughs> right. I mean, that's like, that's like pretty much calling real children parasites. Like right, straight right. up. Oh, absolutely. It's like uh, putting a negative connotation yes. on childbearing and, and like yeah. children. It's like, oh, there's gross but, but real that's kids. How the, the 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 green people that that's honestly how they that all people are parasites to mm-hmm. them. Right? I mean all we do is consume. Yes. So I a mean, baby there's, is a there's little a point to that, but well yeah, <laughs> no, I point. and I agree with that. But um but but that that's what they're mean. So people are gonna have virtual sex and then have yeah, virtual which, babies. Ugh. Gross. They both sound gross. <laughs> this will lead to the first fully digital demographic, which, although somewhat strange on first appearance, in fact represents what could be one of mankind's most important technological breakthroughs since the Bronze Age. What? The Bronze Age? <laughs> Given its potential impact on the global population and societal change. Yes. Now, now, now picture this, though. How much of assholes... Are the digital kids going to be to the real kids? Right. I mean, 
if yeah. they're learning it from humans, like they're mm-hmm. they they learn from us, they speak. I mean, there's going to be digital racism. There there absolutely, absolutely. is. There's yes. going to be, and then there's going to be digital genocide, like yeah. we said. All the the digital babies are going to yeah. kill off the real people, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just going to be a world of digital yeah. Yeah. ones and zeros. But I mean, yeah, think about like okay. Are they gonna? They're gonna have to have like some kind of like human rights built into this, or some because are they, they're considering them like actual living things? That I mean, they're, they have to. So I mean, you gotta be hate crimes against these things. I mean, against feeding babies cactuses, probably <laughs> right. There's they're gonna be. have like a like a DHS for virtual babies. <laughs> take don't take my virtual child. <laughs> oh God, um, we laugh, but this is it's sick. You got that one crackhead that that has like. 20 virtual babies. It's like, why do you have all these virtual babies? So You're living s- on virtual food stamps. and <laughs> So I can sell them for virtual crack? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh, we're horrible. But this is just a horrible idea. And just the, the mindset of these people and the direction that this world is going, that develop scientists yeah. like this, that's just like, you know what is great for for society let's just make everybody virtual let's uh, let's stop having humans and make virtual yeah. humans i mean what i just don't get the uh, i mean okay it's eco-friendly right save the planet whatever but uh, as again as a person uh, and, and again i'm a different generation mm-hmm. so i mean i guess kids today i mean they put a lot of more stock in for digital or virtual things mm-hmm. right more of the the virtual world than like I do. Like the people that spend millions of dollars on a JPEG. Right, right, right. That yeah. you can just copy and paste yeah, somewhere right, else. Right, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm a boomer at this point, like yeah. kids these days. I, I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. And I will not ever understand this either. No, no, me neither. I mean, do you, am I going to sit here and be like, this will never kick off? No, because I've seen so yeah. enough in my my 37 years of existence that I've said that about right. that has come to fruition yeah. that I'm like, yeah, that probably will happen, yeah. most likely. Oh, yeah. If, no, if we keep on the path that we're heading, yeah, yeah that's exactly where this heads. Yeah. Let, let's move on, because we yeah, spent please. a lot of time on that. <laughs> Here's another one. This is, uh, this is some more ridiculousness. This is one that I did not tell you about, because... It is fucking, and it's British too. Of course, again, of course, it's <laughs> down be. the path of the ridiculous tea drinking British people. <laughs> a UK tribunal has ruled that calling a man bald is sexual harassment. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like justice is being served to the men of the world. I feel like there's some sort of justice in all of this. As fucking ridiculous as I mean the. Direction again, the stupid trajectory of the world that we're living in. The direction of ridiculous, like, hey, we can call anything any sort of harassment. Why not let bald right. men be part of this too? This is from uh, HuffPost.com. Of course, <clears throat> it says calling a man bald is considered sexual harassment. A British employment tribunal ruled on Wednesday. Three members of the tribunal, which is a judiciary body, so this is like legal justice system uh that here's workplace disputes said that since baldness was more prevalent in men than women using the word bald as an insult therefore related to a protected characteristic of sex that's stupid right yeah yeah here's their comparison the tribunal whose members alluded to their own experience with hair loss (laughs) 
<laughs> of course they did. Like, I get it, man. I get it. I was called Baldy McGee for like six years. Did you think this this is real hair? No, that no, I didn't think that was real hair. The tribunal, whose members alluded to their own experience with hair loss, also compared calling a man bald to commenting on the size of a woman's breasts. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ruling was on. The ruling was on behalf of a complaint filed by Tony Finn, who worked as an electrician for the Br- British Bung Manufacturing Company. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Them and their Bung Manufacturing. <laughs> Reminds me of Beavis and Butthead, the great Bung Holio. <laughs> Finn worked at a company which manufactures wooden cask closures for the brewing industry. There you go. That's what a bung is. In Yorkshire for 24 years before being fired last year. Finn alleged that during a workplace argument in July 2019, his shift supervisor, Jamie King, referred to him as a bald cunt. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) The panel noted that Finn had not complained about the use of a four-letter of the four-letter word, but was offended by being called bald. Wow! Wow! He's like, no, I'm called a cunt all the time, but bald. Bald That one got me. That's crossing the line. We have little doubt that being referred to in this pejorative manner was unwanted conduct as far as Finn was concerned. The tribunal found this is strong language, although as we find. Industrial language was commonplace on this West Yorkshire factory floor. In our judgment, fucking factory, right? <laughs> In our judgment, Mr. King crossed the line by making remarks personal to the claimant about his appearance. So bald is sexual harassment, but cunt is not. No, not in Britain. They, no, they, yeah, I know. They, everybody's a cunt. Yeah, they can. They just throw that word around. <laughs> wow, all willy nilly. It's it's like us saying bitch, but you can't yeah. say bitch over there. It's right, totally absolutely. different. The panel noted it is. Difficult to conclude other than that Mr. King uttered those words with the purpose of violating Finn's dignity and creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, or offensive environment for him. Wow. The judgment found that King intended to threaten and insult Finn and added, in our judgment, there is a connection between the word bald on the one hand and the protected characteristic of sex on the other. That's... Your opinion... That's is justice served here? Are we going the right direction with this? <laughs> I I think again, he was offended by bald but not cunt. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I, I I don't get that. Of everything I've been called in my life, bald is probably the thing that bothered me the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, in solidarity with Mr. Finn, I'm ta- I'm I'm losing oh. that. You, I am I'm full bald here, people. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> so I, I can vouch for that. If you're listening, I mean, there is, you need to put the yes. hat back on. The lights are glaring off your head. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was sexual harassment. It's all right. I I, I am full bald cunt right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel that's really ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you gotta admit this is Britain, though. Okay. It, it is, but I I just that's a little thin skin. I'm sorry. I, I I've been yeah. It's just ridiculous to me. Uh, and, and okay. I, mostly men are bald. I guess I get that, right? Wait, wait for the hashtag Me Too movement to come out. <laughs> hashtag Me Bald Too. Yes, the, the, it's yes. coming. It's coming. <clears throat> yes, I, I don't. I don't see that moving anywhere. I, I don't. I'm sorry. 
It's ridiculous. If it does, I mean, what's what? Which one of these is worse, the virtual babies or the baldness being oh, sexual harassment? That, that's a toss up. It really is. But hey, you know, if I can cash in on this, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Maybe you could be a millionaire. Right I, I got to go. The virtual babies probably worse. Yeah. All right. On the same topic of sexual harassment, but on a more serious note, Elon Musk has come out, and he's uh, publicly, like, drilling the DOJ on Jeffrey Epstein's client list. Wow, he's getting really, really in there. Yeah, he's getting super ballsy here. And he said, so this is from the insider, says, Elon Musk wonders why the DOJ has not revealed Jeffrey Epstein's client list and asks, doesn't that seem odd? Why, yes. Yes, it is. Well, it's not really odd it's to me. It's not odd. Should it happen? Absolutely. Yes. Is it ridiculous that they haven't? Absolutely. Yes. Is it odd that they haven't? No. No, not in not any way. Not when you think any, of all the names that could be. Any on way, there. shape, or form. Yeah. Right. And uh, the way we cover up this stuff until it's absolutely necessary to talk I mean, about uh, it. Have you gotten to the point now <laughs> that you're just like, they're never releasing this list? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, within, when it first started, we were like, oh, shit, you know. Here it comes. Yep, here yep. it comes. Right, right. And Tom and Hanks then, moves to Greeks, and everybody's like, oh, shit, he was on the list. Yes, and then uh, <laughs> then he committed suicide, allegedly. Right. And then everybody's like, oh, there that goes. Well, yep. then they arrested Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell, and we're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. She's going to obviously make some right. kind of deal. And still, no Nothing. names on the list right. have come out, even throughout her trial, which did her yeah. trial end yet is it still I, I, going yeah. no, on i think it ended and uh and then they're they're appealing oh yeah yeah that's right i think we covered this yeah. i don't know we've talked about so much stuff i know it says elon musk has questioned why the department of justice has not revealed epstein's client list and then he said that thing that i already read i don't need to re- read again he also said sometimes i think my list of enemies is too short <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he already received death threats from, like, Russia? He has, From yes. Putin, directly? <laughs> Epstein was arrested in 2019, blah, blah, blah. We all know the story of Epstein. We don't need... Yes, a recap. A recap. Uh, it says, a Twitter user shared a picture of Musk and Glenn Maxwell suggesting they had found one client of Epstein. Musk responded, Ah, yes, Max- Maxwell photobombing me at Vanity Fair's Oscar party. You should ask them why they invited her. <laughs> I mean, he's on top of his game. Because <laughs> yeah. most of the people that, when they're like, uh, why do you got a picture oh, yeah. of you with Epstein? Exactly. And, I don't even know her, man. I've never met them. Yeah. We just bumped into each other and somebody happened. Yeah. He's at least like, uh, yeah, why was she even there? He's yeah. he's clever, at least, yeah. in his right. his responses. The same people who pushed this photo say nothing about the prominent people who actually went to his island a dozen times, he added. Also very strange. <laughs> Maxwell, Epstein's former assistant and lover, was convicted in December, there you go, um, of recruiting and grooming teenage girls to be sexually abused by him. She lost an appeal to overturn the conviction in late April and will be sentenced later this month. Gotcha. Six-year-old faces a maximum of 55 years in prison. The DOJ was contacted for comment. That's that's the end of the story. Well, that's dumb. Now, I've, I've heard some stuff about Musk. Yeah floating around lately like he's not the outsider he's one of he's like a pentagon type guy because he provided his like starlink to ukraine and provides all this stuff to like Mm -hmm. nasa and all all this other stuff like he's a government op they're saying what what, what's your thoughts on that and if he is a government op why would he be like calling out so many people like this 
Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I could see, you know, like we've talked about Alex Jones maybe being like controlled opposition mm-hmm. and stuff. But with Musk, I just feel like the things he's doing is a little bit more wild card. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I do I think he's an outsider? No. But do I think he's a, a government plant? No, I don't. What so. do you think he is then? I, I think he's somebody who is he, he's on the inside. And everybody knows it, right? And, okay. But everybody also knows that he, he that he likes to play kind of wild card. So they, they give him a certain amount of leeway. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, he knows certain lines not to cross. It's so funny to me when you <clears throat> when you follow like certain Musk trends because mm-hmm. one like one week he'll be like the hero of oh, yeah. like the yeah. left. And the right will be like, oh, my God, he's yeah. he's like uh, you saw with the abortion thing. Right. Right. And then the next thing, like when he bought Twitter, he's like the hero of the right. Yeah. Or like he's the hero of libertarians or something. And the left absolutely hates him. And, mm. and then you got Musk. He's like just here. He's just like, I don't give a fuck about any of y'all. Right. Really? So, yeah, that's the one thing I do like about him yeah, is he too. plays both sides. He plays like his own values, not yeah. the party values. He yeah. doesn't like say things because. It, uh, he doesn't like trash the right because the left right. wants him to because he's in that sphere, and he doesn't trash the left because the right wants him to. He just trashes mm-hmm. them all. Right. I mean, he just does. Do you feel like that is because you saw that with uh, with Rogan mm-hmm. and now Musk? Do you feel like this is becoming like a new movement, like a new trend? I that, hope so. I, I do too because it would be refreshing to see. It would be, but um, then it, it's hard to. As far as I've come in the last, like, several years doing this kind of thing, looking into these kind of things, it's hard to trust any of them, oh, really, especially when yeah. they get to such a high level right. of fame. Like, with Joe Rogan, it's just like, well, uh, is he really, you know, right. the, the savior of free media? Right. Or is he just, again, like, controlled opposition? Right. Or is he just here to be the guy everybody um, can... Th- can shit on, right. and he gets paid millions of dollars to so do it. So he doesn't it. care, right? So he doesn't he gets care. Paid regardless. And so other people are like, well, I don't want to get the Joe yeah. Rogan treatment. If, right. if they can do that to Joe Rogan, what can they do to me? Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to have like a positive outlook towards it, but right. I want to. Right. I want to yeah. believe in these people. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Rogan, Musk, and um, um, Gabbard are the three that, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's nice to see, but I still have to take it with like a level of, of caution because right. it just. You just don't know. Uh, the other thing about Elon Musk this week is he told all the SpaceX and Tesla workers that it's time to come back to the office. I mean, it's been, what, two years, that's two and the, a half years? It's time to come back much, to the office. That's like 50s shit. Yeah, right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who was it? I had sent you. Somebody Somebody had post on Twitter. Yeah. Elon Musk telling them to return the office is like 1950s. Uh, yeah, it was like somebody from, uh, it was like some high up from Amazon, wasn't it, or something I like that? I don't remember. I don't yeah. even know if I could find the post I sent you now, because you send me so much oh, shit all the dead. time. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, I, just just that response there. It's like, oh my God, I, how, how can he expect them? Yeah. To uh, return to work. That's so 1950s. Was he going to expect his secretary to get him coffee now? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Elon Musk, uh, back to the office demand is like something out of the 1950s, says Australian. Oh, that's it. Australian billionaire. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because that guy knows what it's like to be a real worker. Uh, Scott Farquhar. Farquhar? 
<laughs> like the guy Park. from Shrek? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't that Lord Park? Yeah. Paul? <laughs> An Australian billionaire branded Elon Musk's decision to order Tesla back to the office full time like something out of the 1950s. <laughs> wow. Uh, he says everyone at Tesla is required to spend a minimum of 40 hours a week in the office per week. <laughs> the future of how we will work. It reminds me of Dumb and Dumber when he's like, there's like no jobs. Well, yeah, unless you want to work 40 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. How, how, how selfish can this asshole be to require, to actually expect workers to show, show up, up to work? Right? I mean, that's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> And 40 hours a week? What the fuck? <laughs> so so, so it says, in a set of emails, Musk told SpaceX and Tesla employees they needed to be in the office at least 40 hours each week or find a new job. Oh, shit. I know. How, I mean, how demanding of right? an employer. I mean, yeah. they should go find, they should definitely take they their services el- yes. elsewhere because, I mean, what other place in the world would require their employees to show up for right. at least 40, 40 hours. hours a week? That's just right. ridiculous. <clears throat> My wife took a day off last week, and she didn't want them to take a vacation day. She was just going to take it unpaid. And they're like, no, you have to have your 40 hours, or you can't get your full-time benefits mm. that we require. So even though she was willing to go without a day of pay, they're like, well, you won't get your pennies if you don't put in your 40 For hours. Week? For one week? Yeah, you got to... Well, they just require 40 hours okay. a week, so... So yeah, that I mean, 1950s, straight out of the 1950s. Yeah, there yeah. to require that. That's, that's crazy. I don't even want to read this article. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> I want to move on. Here we go. More ridiculous shit. I got to put my stuff down for this one because oh. you'll like this one. Oh, good. A GOP congressman suggests an incredibly unlikely way to make Trump president again, and we're talking about outliers that 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 play it outside yeah. outside the park. We, we got always. I mean, you always get people comparing Musk to Trump, even oh, though yeah. they're so far, yeah, right. so far different, yeah. like polar opposites. You want to hear this idea? Yes, I absolutely. I do. mean, this this has to be. I mean, I I, I want to know how many of his staff worked tirelessly to come up with this plan to get Trump. <laughs> and they were probably back in high. Office. <laughs> this is from Huffington Post or HuffPost.com. Okay. <clears throat> A Republican congressman running to represent Missouri in the U.S. Senate released a five-point platform on Thursday that is highly, highly unlikely to ever be successful unless its goal is to simply troll the Twitter users. I think this has to be the the, the case here because yeah. you ready for this? Yes. Representative Billy Long's platform is a doozy, and he relies on a very in- improbable plan of getting Vice President Kamala Harris to resign so Joe Biden can appoint Donald Trump as her replacement and then resign so Trump can then take office again. Why would he do that? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> this is what our taxpayer money is going to. This is the people that re- represent you as a country. I, I, as I take a, it back. He, he was not smoking weed. He must be smoking crack. <laughs> he's on acid. He's on something, something yeah. serious. Let, let, let's read his exact tweet. <laughs> this is the tweet from Billy Long. My Missouri senator platform, number one, get Kamala Harris to resign. Number two, have POTUS appoint hashtag Trump as VP. Number three, get Joe Biden to resign. Number four, finish the Keystone Pipeline and finish the wall. 
I'm glad he threw those in there. <laughs> genius, fucking genius, yes, right yes. there. All those things. If you did, if all of, if, I mean that. Five steps, we got Trump right. back in office. Oh, that, and would the wall the that would fix the world. I, I know. Right? We'd end this freaking uh, migrant problem, immigration problem. Gone. We'd end the, the gas price problem. Inflation would drop. Trump would be president right. again. I yes. mean, all we got to do is convince. Can, can we, can, maybe, can we do like more than two terms for a guy for president? I mean, maybe if we get Trump up to five terms. I mean, there you go. Right? I mean, keep him there for indefinitely. Absolutely. I mean, we'll then, just make him emperor. Yeah, then he could rule. He yeah. could be the emperor of the Keystone Pipeline. There you go. We'd have gas out the ass. <laughs> We'd have a wall all the way around the country. Yes. Not just like a, a little just, wall. Yeah. We'd have like a freaking For, big, biggest, like the biggest, biggest bestliest wall, wall ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I mean, You'd fuck it. Put a, put a wall in Canada. Oh, fuck Between yeah. us and Canada. Yeah. Put a wall on the oceans. Oh, yeah. Yep. Both sides. Both sides. I mean, keep California. Between yeah, California yeah. and the rest of the United States, obviously. Yeah. I mean, the whole West Coast. Right. Just yeah. cut them off. Yeah, exactly. We don't need any of them. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. This guy. Billy Long, you are a superstar. You, you got my vote, Billy. Yes. I'm going to move to Missouri just to just make to sure he gets in. Yes, because this five-part plan needs to be enacted now. Somebody, if you know Billy Long, get his contact information yes. for me. I want this guy on my show. <laughs> yes. I want him yes. to further discuss this platform yes we, i mean there's there's been platforms out there that i'm like that's a bit simplistic yeah like yeah my 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 plan is like like i like some of the uh um libertarian platforms it's like my first step in office is just to get rid of the federal government right. and then i'm gonna step down <laughs> right and that's it yeah. it's like fantastic that's a bit simplistic <laughs> but i like it and then you got Billy Long, he's just like, you know, you know, I'm going to fix the country. I'm going to convince Harris to resign. I'm going to convince POTUS to replace her with Donald Trump because that seems reasonable. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he do that? Right? And then, wow, that's a really loud car. There is. And then once, once I, I mean, those two things happen, right. then it's only natural right. for me to convince Joe Biden to resign. Right. So then... Yes, Trump is president again. I, I, and actually, I feel like if if he appointed Trump as vice president, he would be required to step down. <laughs> I, I would think so. I think they'd call for his resignation. I, I think so immediately. So the f funny thing is, Huffington Post goes on to like refute this. Like, like it's a serious argument. Like it's like, yeah. We we all right. We got to really talk about this. This is a serious issue here. Number one, Long probably won't be able to convince Harris to resign <laughs> <laughs> from the second highest office in land. Number two, he's also unlikely to convince Biden to appoint <laughs> the former guy as his vice president. It's valid. And then resign so Trump can take office. No shit. Yeah. Really? Right. You it's had valid. to you had to point that out to us. <laughs> but if Long's goal was to be mocked on social media, he succeeded masterfully. <laughs> yes. Yes, he has. Obviously. <laughs> I, he probably just wanted to get blown up on Twitter. Is uh, yeah, the, which is what's happening, right? He's yes. getting all this press. Says Long seems to be on a roll with making outrageous statements. Recently, he told a Missouri radio station that the current rash of mass shootings can be traced back to when abortions became legal nationwide. Wait, what? Uh, he's connecting mass shootings with legal abortions. Somehow we're tying those two together, but all right. 
Wow. Okay. When I was growing up in Springfield, you you had one or two murders a year. Now we have two or three, four a week in Springfield. So something has happened to our society. I go back to abortion when we decided it was okay to murder kids in their mother's wombs. Life has no value. I see where he's going with that. I like, see what he's saying. We're, we're yeah. losing the value of life. Yeah. And it kind of, there was kind of a turning point there. I want to say it started there, but that's right. kind of like... Yeah. Maybe some morality check changes yeah, yeah. there. I see what he's saying. So whether his hot takes win him a seat in the Senate remains to be seen. He currently only appeals to 8% of GOP voters. <laughs> uh, that should be fantastic. Yes. I'm going to follow this guy now. Yeah. What was his name again? Billy Long. Billy Long, my new favorite <laughs> politician. <laughs> uh, some guy on Twitter titled libertarian in chief said don't ever elect someone who tweets this poorly where is ap for liberty when missouri needs him <laughs> the fact that everybody's actually taking even if billy yeah. long takes this serious the fact that people actually take this serious yeah. enough to be like well obviously this isn't going to be possible yeah. no shit no shit yeah. sherlock my, my my guess is that billy long is if he's not like doing this like kind of devil may care Mm-hmm. And throwing it out there, he's doing it because he just wants the press. Yeah, because well, it, it that's gets, what I was saying. It, like yeah. they get people talking about exactly, him. and then and then they ask him about it, and he's like, "Of course, I'm not serious. <laughs> Let me tell you my actual plan." Yeah, right? I mean, you had uh, Vermin Supreme. You remember right. him? Oh, the yeah, Libertarian yeah, yeah. Party. He was ridiculous. He wore yeah. a fucking boot on his right, head. Right, right. And he talked about giving free ponies. Everybody gets a pony, and requiring people to floss their teeth. <laughs> I mean, it was Spout. ridiculous. That was his platform. Right. But then. People got to talking about him. Yeah. They're like, oh, what about the guy with the boot on his head that wants to give free ponies? And then he got on stage. Yeah. He got, like, actually invited to, like, speak at things because of how fucking ridiculous yeah. it was. Right. And then he laid out actual pretty intelligent stuff right. that made sense, in my opinion, yeah. um, of how the, the country shouldn't work, at least, mm-hmm. and the things he would do away with, at least. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it's just... It's a good tactic. I I hope that's what Billy Long is doing here. I I hope so, too, but (laughs) you never know. (laughs) You never know. Or maybe he's just like, maybe he's going to come out as like, you know, we got to get off the Trump train here. The only way this happens is if this, this, and this happens. And obviously that's not going to happen. happen. Let's get off the fucking Trump train. Let's let's work on some actual plans. Yeah, like, can we be serious now? Now that we got the joke out of the way, let's be serious. Exactly. I hope. I <laughs> yes. hope. Maybe for, for Billy Long's sake, yes. Maybe we're giving Billy Long way too much credit. <laughs> I, yes. I, I'm an optimist though. Anyway, it was it was hilarious news. So Yes. <laughs> Let's move to less hilarious news. The, the war in Ukraine's still going on. It is. I don't know if you knew that, but I, I've heard something about yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's I mean it's still kind of in the news. Um apparently Putin this week has vowed to hit new targets in Ukraine if the West sends weapons to Ukraine, which the West has been sending weapons to I was going to say, do you think Ukraine. that's going to stop the West? No. <laughs> that just gives them more of an incentive to yeah. send them. Because so, so the West is like, well, uh, Putin's expanding the war, so we need to send weapons. And Putin's like, well, I told him if they send weapons, I'm going to expand the war. And then the West is like, Putin's continually expanding the war, yeah, so, so we need they to need send more weapons. More weapons. <laughs> right. And so this is just never... Yeah. You know when... Biden said this was going to be a long, drawn-out war. Right. I feel like they're intentionally drawing yes. it out yes. longer with, with shit like this. Y- Ukraine is is 
the buffer, right? Yeah. I mean, you can say whatever you want to Russia, and Russia's be like, you say that again, I'm going to slap Ukraine again. And they're like, okay, ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and Ukraine's like, would you stop? Yeah, I know, like, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that before this all kicked off, that Ukraine was like, just because remember, Ukraine's yeah. like, we're not at really at risk right. here. You guys need to calm the fuck down. Right, right, right. But then since the war's been going yeah. on, Zelensky's taking this whole right. thing. Like, oh, yeah, obviously they right. want to take over. I mean, he's throwing out the word genocide. Oh, yeah. He right. says Putin wants to eliminate Ukrainians, yeah. which that's never right. come out of Putin's mouth. I mean, I don't yeah. speak Russian. but <laughs> So he may have said it, and the translator is like, no, that's harsh. So we're uh, just going to retake some land. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from BBC.com. <laughs> British, obviously. Of course. Uh, Russia will expand the list of targets it will attack in Ukraine if Western countries send long-range weapons to Kiev, says President Vladimir Putin. The warning came as explosions shook parts of Kiev on Sunday in the first assault on the capital city for weeks. Russia says it hit tank supplied, tanks supplied by European countries. Ukraine says it was a railway, railway repair plant. Mm. See, we can't get a straight story from either side. No. The capital has seen little shelling in recent months after Russia refocused its efforts on the Donbass region. As Russia makes slow but steady progress on the ground, uh, hundreds of kilometers to the east, several countries have pledged to send advanced weapons to Kiev. Hmm. Most recently, the U.S. announced it was sending the M142 high-mobility artillery rocket system, or HIMARS, which fires precision-guided rockets that can hit targets up to 45 miles away, far further than the artillery Ukraine currently possesses. So long-range utility, the U.S. is intending to send them. Okay. How many more billions are we spending on that? Way too much. Says White House officials say they agreed to provide the rockets only after gaining assurance from Zelensky that they would not be used to attack targets inside Russia. First, all right, first, first of all, you got to promise us. You're not going to shoot these into Russia because that would be really, really. Yeah. You want to start a war? Really bad. <laughs> I mean, like a real one. <laughs> I mean, you don't want them to attack us. We yeah. just want them to attack you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so stupid. The package also includes helicopters, anti-tank weapons, and tactical vehicles and spare parts. Oh, good. Germany also promised to send its most modern air defense system, the Iris T, to enable Ukraine to shield an entire city from Russian air attacks. In an interview on Russian state TV on Sunday, Putin said, In general, all this fuss about additional arms supply, in my opinion, has only one goal, to drag out the armed conflict as long as possible. Hey, yes, I, I feel like I called that eight seconds yes, ago. You did. The Russian leader said that the U.S. was supplying was nothing new, but he warned against sending missiles with longer ranges. If they are supplied, we will draw appropriate conclusions from this and use our weapons, of which we have enough, to strike at those targets that we are not striking yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds like a sound strategy. (laughs) For its part, Ukraine's deputy defense minister asked Western countries to keep up a steady supply of weapons to help defeat Russia. We have already entered into a protracted war and we will need constant support <laughs> we're gonna need this indefinitely just keep keep that yeah, supply right. line coming we keep need coming. more more and more weapons the west must understand that its help cannot be a one-time thing but something that continues until our victory some of the fiercest fighting is currently in the eastern city of Severodonetsk. you butchered the hell out of that <laughs> Severodonetsk. 
Tics. I don't know. Why they, they put all those consonants at the end. Like, who does that? <laughs> Capturing the city would deliver the Luhansk region to Russian forces and their local separatist allies who also control much of the neighboring Donetsk. <laughs> See, they put all those extra... Why do they need the extra SK at the end of everything? The two regions formed the heavily industrial Donbass. <laughs> I'm not going to continue because they keep saying more things. So so the, the U.S. is promising more weapons. And Ukraine Europe's is promising more weapons. Ukraine's saying we need... More weapons. Con- Continual supply of weapons. And Putin's like, you're going to send weapons, we're going to strike out at other places. Yeah, we're going to expand. Like, we we had kind of folk refocused yeah. to this one area, but if you want to keep this shit going longer, let's, uh, let's just do it. I mean, does it seem like Putin has been playing this off with kid gloves? Mm. I mean, doesn't it seem like he could end this pretty quick if he really wanted to? I feel like he could. I think he could, too. And so it's like, but he's trying, I think he's trying to... Not be the bad guy. Yeah, he's not. He's trying not to be the villain they're making him out to be. Mm-hmm. But they they keep pushing his buttons. Yeah, they want him to be the villain. Yeah, they they, they want, want him to, to lash be. out and cause mass casualties so that they have an excuse to go after him. So here's some of the countries that are sending weapons to Ukraine and what they are sending. This one comes from Al Jazeera. Um, obviously we know multiple countries are sending lots of weapons. Uh, the U.S., because this one talks more about the HIMARS rocket okay. launcher system. Since the U.S. said last week it agreed to Kiev's request for the, the HIMARS multiple rocket launchers, which will allow Ukrainian forces to hit deeper behind Russian lines while staying out of range of Russian artillery. The HIMARS, which will be limited in range by the U.S. to prevent Ukrainian forces from using them to strike targets inside Russia. So are they, like, throttling them back somehow? Right, yeah. Or are they just (laughs) expecting them to follow, hey, we're putting this guideline on you. We'll only provide this for you if you don't. Because how do they limit the range? Do they put a governor on it like some cars (laughs) have? Yeah, right. Where they only go over 65? At 40 miles, it just drops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, how, how do you limit that? <laughs> but they're part of a $700 million package of weapons to be paid for from the $40 billion fund from U- for Ukraine approved by Congress last month. Thank you, Congress. Yes. The administration of U.S. President Joe Biden has already sent $4.5 billion in military aid since the war began. So we increased that by tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. Last month. Yeah. From $4.5 billion to $40 billion. Yeah. That's insane. That is insane. The weapons pledged are pledged are sent or sent include 72 155mm howitzers, 72 vehicles. That's a why why 72? Both of those. Yeah. Oh, I guess vehicles to tow them. So oh, they need 70. Okay. I was like, right, why right. 72 okay. and 72? Why not 70 or 75 <laughs> though? Like, can we just like make it a yeah. nice round number? Uh, 144,000 rounds of ammunition. I mean that's 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 not very much though if you think about a military. I mean no, that's true. That's a thousand rounds yeah. for 144 people. Right. Yeah, that's not. That's much. the equivalent of like somebody that stocks ammo in their house. Right. Times 144. Yeah, that's not much. Yeah, people like me that think I was gonna say a thousand rounds is not. That's that not much even ammo. like they the rural town just north of here. Mm. That's not even that. <laughs> the more than 120 Phoenix Ghost tactical drones recently developed by the Air Force specifically to address Ukraine's needs. Thank you, Air Force. Right. 
U.S. has also pledged helicopters, armored personnel carriers, Stinger anti-aircraft systems, 5,000 Javelin anti-tank missiles, and several thousand rifles with ammunition and a range of other equipment. All right, let's pause on this real quick. Did you see the statement made by, well, Tucker Carlson made it famous, but Spike Cohen said it too, and I'm not sure who said it first, that, so we're talking about like gun laws and and stuff this week because of all the mass shootings that apparently have happened. Yes. Um, And it talked about how uh, Ukraine, we want to arm Ukraine because they're our allies. We want to disarm Russia because uh, they're our enemies. So what does that say about us right. in the United States that they want to disarm? Right. Yeah. Are we their allies or are we their enemies? Food yeah. for thought there. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and they're, they're arming the shit oh, out yeah. of Ukrainians. And remember all those posts that came out, that was how important it was for the the normies of ukraine yeah. to possess firearms yeah. in this ser- situation like yeah, oh right. I, I, this is a good idea to arm the citizens because yeah. they need yeah but but, but arming not the citizens, american people no right no absolutely because not. they're not sure yeah. <laughs> they don't know if we're allies or not because they see what the ukrainians will do to the people that are trying right. to fuck them up but but strategically speaking right strategery strategery how are they going to be able to that there's no incentive for the Russian army to leave Ukraine because they, they have virtually an, an unlimited supply chain. Mm-hmm. Unless there's some kind of offensive on Russian land, there's no reason for the Russian troops to leave Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So if they can't <laughs> attack the Russian, the Russians behind their lines on Russian territory... It's just like uh, killing ants as they come into your house instead of like spraying. right taking out the anthill. Yeah, exactly. So it just doesn't make sense to me. So it, t- moving on, Turkey because there's a few several countries. I won't oh, sure. talk about all of them. Turkey provides drone combat drones that, which have become famous the which have become famous the world over since the war began. I did not with know videos that. going viral of Ukrainian forces using them to destroy convoys of Russian arm- armored vehicles and artillery. Ukraine also said the the drone is used to distract the defenses of Russian warships before pounding it with missiles in mid-April, causing it to sink. Before the invasion, Ukraine had about 20 of the drones. In March, Kiev said it received more without saying how many. The UK provides uh, $566 million. And it says 120 armored vehicles, 5,800 anti-tank missiles, five air defense systems, 1,000 rockets, and four and a half tons with an E, like British tons, which is basically metric shit tons, in my opinion, (laughs) of explosives. So four and a half metric shit tons of explosives. Hmm. Prime Minister Boris Johnson also promised electronic warfare equipment, a counter-battery radar system, GPS jamming, equipment and thousands of night vision devices. Britain is also Britain also said it has trained more than 22,000 Ukrainian soldiers. Canada has provided 208 Canada? million dollars worth of military aid. Canada? Howitzers, um uh, probably from the United States <laughs> right, that we gave them. I mean, they most of these it. weapons <laughs> are probably being dr- redirected through these yeah. other countries, like howitzers to... Because how would it look if the United States gave all this yeah. stuff to Ukraine? Right. So, uh, Ottawa also sent drone cameras, rifles, ammunition... Wait. 
rifles. rifles. <laughs> Did they just disarm their populace? <laughs> yeah, last right. Week? That, that's what they're that, giving them. <laughs> there you go, Canada. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Ammunition, high resolution satellite imagery, rocket launchers, thousands of hand grenades, and two tactical airlift aircrafts. <laughs> Germany. Um, sent Ukraine an air defense system capable of shielding a large city from Russian air raids. The Nordic countries... Ooh, Nordic's getting in on it? Norway sent 100 French-made Mistral missiles, and Ukraine, or to Ukraine, and as well as 4,000 M72 anti-tank weapons. Sweden, uh, Finland, I can't read all of these, Denmark, all these places... Wow. Then you got Ukraine's neighbors. But all these countries are sending these weapons, and yeah. you can see why Russia's like, hey, if these countries keep sending these weapons, we're just going to have to expand the right. war. Yeah. So what's your opinion? Yeah. I mean, we're it, almost isn't this essentially, I mean, a World War Three, Except for, I mean, everybody's involved in this. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting giving something to keep this thing going. Yeah. Right? The only difference is... Russia is playing nice and, and just going after their main target. And Ukraine is just taking everything and willing to be the, the bitch boy mm-hmm. and, and and keep going. Well, you, we've talked before how we, we know at least the U.S. and probably Britain is trying to instigate Russia to take one oh, yeah. step over oh, the yeah. line. Remember All when Biden's like, you step, take one step yeah. over the line. NATO's going to have right. to respond. Legally, we have to respond because you're in NATO territory, right. bitch. And Russia's, this whole time, at least for the last couple months, has been like, I don't want all that. Oh, you're just going right. to focus on this area right. that we have our eyes set on, right. that we have our hopes set on. And they're like, but if you keep sending all this stuff, we are going to expand. And right. the U.S. and Europe is like, well... Uh, we're not going to stop sending shit. We're going to actually yeah. send more, <laughs> like right. 10 times more yeah, than right. we were before. And you know what? So are the Nordic countries. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you thought the Nordic countries were neutral. Were neutral, but. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, last thing. Speaking of war, speaking of ridiculous war. Yes. And U.S. Sponsored war, U.S. sending money and sending aid yeah. and all this shit, and allies. I don't know how to segue this really too much, <laughs> but it does connect. Yes. On another side of Europe, Israel apparently, allegedly, is using U.S. weapons to blow up U.S. humanitarian projects in Gaza. That's not shocking at all, actually. Are we allowed to talk about this? Is this one that yeah. we, I mean, this is this one because it's Israel. We're not allowed to talk Probably. that ill about Israel. But are we allowed? Can we talk about this one? I, I, because I this so. one seems almost shittier than well, Putin attacking Ukraine. And, but I mean, you know, we did our show on Israel, mm-hmm. right? And and we came to a consensus that yes, Israel is being dickish to the Palestinians. Yeah, and this just is further proof that they are very dickish. Yeah, this, I mean, and they're using our money and our weapons to do right, it. that we're sending them to kind of defend the area to Iran to attack the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. It says, in its May 2021 war, so this is last year, but it's just being reported on now. In its May no. 2021 war, I didn't realize it went back that far, uh, with Gaza militants, Israel used America American weapons to destroy U.S. humanitarian projects and... 
damage an American-owned Coca-Cola bottling plant. Bastards. Those bastards. It's a strike on freedom. Seriously. <laughs> damaged or destroyed facilities include hospitals, water treatment, and sanitation facilities. First of all, if this was Putin, if this was Russia, oh, yeah. immediately, yeah. immediately they would be like, terrorists yeah, absolutely for yeah. destroying hospitals and water treatment right. plants the only would... reason you do that right is to completely destroy a people mm-hmm. right i mean these are like no hit zones here yeah, right and if it if it were russian he would be like putin would be yeah. a madman genocidal maniac more so than he is now i mean they've claimed mm-hmm. that he's hit hospitals in right. ukraine which ended up being like uh evacuated yeah. that uh, ukrainian military forces had occupied yeah Dozens of factories built with USAID money, which we all know that's shady money anyway. Dozens of schools operated by the U.S. State Department backed U.N. Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees in the Near East. (laughs) That is a hell of a name. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees in the Near East, or UNRWA. UNRWA. Is that a real thing? Yes, the UNRWAA. Interesting. More than 100 UNRWA facilities were struck, causing more than a million dollars in damage. That's not a bunch. The impact is far more than financial. Uh, In Khan Yunus, Rafa, and Beit Laya, wastewater treatment infrastructure and water reservoirs funded by the USAID, which the U.S. government spent millions to construct, were destroyed by aerial attacks that affected more than 300,000 civilians. 97% of the water in Gaza is contaminated, resulting in the widespread public health crisis, rendered even worse by the destruction of U.S.-funded water infrastructure. The May 2021 war took a steep toll on Gaza, with more than 240 Palestinians killed and nearly 2,000 wounded. 4,000 rocket attacks from Gaza on Israel killed 12. I think this is probably when we did our report on Israel and how they're not the good guy that everybody makes them out to be. I think we came to that conclusion. Well, this just kind of confirms that episode. Go back and listen to that episode. I don't even remember what it was called. It probably was uh, May 21st (laughs) last year, I think. Yes. Um, it says Israel's periodic devastation of Gaza is often characterized as mowing the grass. That's fucked up. I know, seriously. Uh, said Gallant, a former Israeli militant military commander, embraced the philosophy in a radio interview. This sort of maintenance needs to be carried out from time to time, perhaps even more often. Yeah. We're talking about people's lives. We're talking about yeah. hospitals and schools right. and shit. Yeah. But they're just considering it. These the it's the not Israelis, your annual termite, you know, yeah. treatment. Right. You know? That's what that's what it is. It's like, well, the grass is getting long. We need yeah. to go cut it. And it's getting like, and there's 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 some yeah. some bugs, some pests out there. Right. We we got to do our mandatory. Yeah. And again, from annual. our show, we can see that yes, the the people and the Gaza Strip Palestinians are treated as subhuman Obviously. in Israel. Yeah. And that's coming from an Israeli military yeah. commander. It's like, yeah, we ne- we got to do this from time to time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even more often. If it gets, I mean, sometimes the grass grows a little more each week, right. and we got to cut it twice a year instead of right. Yeah. Says though, Gallant and others would suggest such mowing is focused on Palestinian military power. Israel's routine destruction of hospitals, water treatment facilities, and other civilian infrastructure suggests Israel strives to keep Gaza in a state of perpetual economic devastation. Yet, so we got this happening with Israel. Yes. 
And this how is, is this fucking different than than Putin in Ukraine? It, it's not at all. And, and this is zero hedge. So this is one we would consider a trusted source. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's not at all. And again, you know, he's not attack. They're not attacking military bases. I'm or sure they're doing that strikes. too. Oh, I'm sure they are. But to also hit schools, water treatment plants, hospitals that we built, right? That we spent yeah. millions to build. Yeah. So they're aid, using like aid money, yeah. uh, like yeah. All the all this stuff that we humanitarian projects yeah. that we sponsor, we send millions to sponsor. Then we spend millions or bill, if not billions, of weapons yeah. to go and destroy that. Uh, yeah. Part of me wants to right. think that maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the U.S. plan to just like keep that money flow right. yeah. flowing in. It's just like, well, right. we can just keep sending mm-hmm. money that way. Keep this uh, money laundering scheme of humanitarian aid that we talk about on our show yeah. a lot right um we're just sending it in and then blowing it up and sending it in and our contractors get to do the right. work they get oh, paid yeah. for the they work get paid for we, the, the big corporations get the money to do the work yeah the unions yeah. Our, our unions get get the yeah. the contracts for this and then we can just keep this perpetual rebuilding like construction project it, going on it's so ass like cedar rapids roads project <laughs> yeah no shit it's so ass nine that i mean how many trillions of dollars do we we send to other countries just so they don't step out of line, mm-hmm. right? Just so that we can we have a promise that, well, yeah, I'll, I'll back you in case something happens, mm-hmm. you know. But then they do shit like this. Uh, meanwhile, you know, we're paying six bucks at the gas tank pump. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, f- food prices are going through the roof. You know, I mean, there's just so much shit going on locally or in our, our own country, but we're giving trillions to other countries so that they don't fuck things up. And then they just fuck. Things they just up. fuck things and up. And then we give them money. For weapons to fuck yeah, things up, right. and we say, "Hey, as long as you promise not to fuck up our things," yeah. and they do, and it's like, "Oh, it, well, we'll pay to rebuild it, but <laughs> don't do it again." But yeah. we'll replenish it, your it's weapons. It's like when you help your kid build a sandcastle, and he goes and stomps all over it, and then wants help again. Yeah, it's like, no, you asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's more like you give your son, you help your son build a sandcastle, and then you help your daughter destroy the sandcastle. Yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, we, we, that was yeah. cool. And then you help your son, and you're like, you know, you didn't really take care of your sandcastle. Right. Let's let's do this again. And yeah. so you help your son again, and then you go to your daughter, and you'll be like, you know, what's really cool <laughs> is if we, you destroy that again. Yeah. That that is that. Yes. That's basically what this is yeah. here. And I don't know this whole, like the whole I, the whole U.S. Israeli relationship is just mind boggling to it me. It is, yeah. Just the shitty stuff that has been done in the name of oh protecting Israel. You right. know we stand we stand with Israel. We mm-hmm. back Israel. All those hashtags that you right. hear all over the freaking right. uh, social medias and stuff. It's like for what? For yeah. t- I mean, yeah, I guess uh, this huge Palestinian threat that is this direct threat on Israeli supremacy or this yeah. Israeli like I don't know th- as a country. Yeah. I mean, how much of a threat really is it now? Yes, right. I get that Palestinians do on occasion send rockets into Israel, but then they respond by destroying all right. their yeah infrastructure. Yeah, like you said, it's not it's not a an equitable response. Right, right. And a couple then, rockets over the fence blow up a whole block. But then Russia. Putin starts talking shit, and we're yeah. like, "Oh, we got to go to war right. with Russia. We got to go to war Putin, with China." Putin needs to be taken out. There are threats yeah. to uh, to mankind, basically. Right. And then we got Israel, who also is a nuclear power, right. who also is a major player in the region, especially yeah. considering they're backed by us 
tooth and nail. It's like, what, what deal do we have with Israel that we keep turning a blind eye to this kind of shit? Yeah. Because, again, if Putin were to redirect their defenses at hospitals and schools and, and water treatment plants, I mean, the news media would be all over that. Oh, hell yeah. It would, I mean, he would be the worst leader in since Hitler maybe oh, yeah. maybe before Hitler based on based on the way the media works these yeah. days and, so. and you know and and one would argue that what Israel is doing to the Palestinians in Gaza is genocide yeah because right? you're again you're trying to basically cut them off yeah. from like life sustaining resources yeah i don't know I don't know. That's gross and ugly. It is. That's all I got for this week. That's a lot, actually. That is quite a bit. But don't forget, calling somebody bald is, in fact, sexual harassment. I'm going to take it that Britain. way from now on. You should. Yes. You yes. should. You you should use the same lines that yes. um, you know, uh, male pattern baldness is like focused specifically on the male sex. So by you bring, might as well say I, that you should, might as I well have comment. Big tits. Yeah. <laughs> This is a protected characteristic of sex. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we live in a r- ridiculously stupid world. We really do. I don't know how we got this far. The trajectory yeah. the world is on is... I, I think I, it really fell in the last 20 years. Yes. It has. Maybe not. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Maybe since the <laughs> invent of Tamagotchis. <laughs> yes. That's yes. when this world started going downhill, is yes. when people started screwing around with tech, uh, with uh, Tamagotchis, and the Tamagotchis yes. have never forgotten. So, stock tip of the day, invest in Tamagotchis. Yes, because... <laughs> yes. It's the wave of the future. <laughs> We're going to get out of here for this week. Once again, the the main episode will be postponed until Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to have a good one, as always. Uh, Make sure you share this stuff all over the social medias, all over Twitter, all over Facebook. And make sure you show up for that live event so we can have max audience participation. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I I tried to get through the outro without coughing, but it wouldn't work. We want you to be here. And bullshit in the comments because derail us as much as possible because we we're good at derailing Absolutely. ourselves. We like to be derailed, but we we want a challenge. So come derail us even further. Uh, that's seven p.m. Central Standard Time Tuesday night. Don't miss it. Share the shit with your your wives, your children, your shit. grandmas, all that stuff. So we're gonna get out of here. Have a great rest of your weekend. The last couple hours of it. Uh, go out and do something fun for the last few hours, or just listen to the show because. It's it's that, badass. That's perfect to do, yeah. yes. And this has been a fun one. It has been. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.